I do enjoy this podcast. Yes. Yes, indeed. Fantastic. Let me refill my cranberry juice. I I enjoy a grunky scrapple every now and again. Mm. Yes, tip tip on a chair. Ah, the scrapple. <laughs> Industry. Oh yes, the scrapple. Industry. Industry. This is this is cultural appropriation. <laughs> you don't even uh, know no, cultural I, appropriation. I, is it? I appropriation culture. Yes. I'm not that terribly worried about This is what we would call a new day reverse cult. This is what the poor people think. communism and is it appropriation if I stole a piece of the country and installed it on my ground? <laughs> my joke. <laughs> Thank fuck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Woodland. This is the sixth session of Rootless, a game of height, right, and arson. My name is Kalanat. I will be your Woodland Whisperer, a.k.a. your GM, for the evening. Let's meet our voracious vagabonds, Duncan. Uh, hello, I am Kyle Ott. I play Duncan. When I am not doing this, I am the owner of Desks and Dorks. We make role-playing games. Um, and my animal fact uh, for the evening is that flamingos are unable to hold ballpoint pens. That's amazing. Not again. Every time. So, I refuse. My name is Michael. Every time. And I'm playing Thelonious from the Ronin Playbook. Um, my animal fact is that recently scientists have discovered a pod of orca whales off the coast of Spain who have made a game out of attacking and sinking sail ships. Sail ships? Sail boats. Why did I say sail ships? Better than fish. Fish. Damn, you beat me to it. Ships. Uh, my crew's my gonna murder Megan. me for that. The interrupter has been interrupted. Wait, fish and ships. The table it's has finally happened. <laughs> Revenge has been taken. Bum, bum, <laughs> Thank you. Bum. I can die peacefully. <laughs> but uh, my name is Megan. I am playing uh, Cal the Deer Tinkerer. My animal fact is that woodpeckers uh, wrap their tongues around their brains to protect them from high-speed woodpecking. Don't ask me how, I don't know. Hello, my name is Regina. I am playing Zombie, the little otter, our musical otter. Uh, my fun fact is that sea otters are the only marine mammal without a layer of blubber. They have no fat. Gamey. It's all muscle. My name is Emily. I play Red, uh, the squirrel scoundrel. And did you know that flying squirrels can glide for up to 300 feet? Is that a lot? That's not many cars. That feels like a lot. It's, it's a law. <laughs> and you're a rock, yes. If you're a squirrel, who knows? It's 100 yards. Football field, okay. Hi, I'm Louise. I play with Becky the Rabbit. When I'm not here, I am on a and d live stream over on the Dead Bard Society on Twitch. Uh, and I have an animal fact about lobsters. We haven't actually proven that lobsters can die of old age. What happens is they grow so big their shells crush them because they don't stop producing certain hormones that prevent them from aging. Or the parasites in their shells eat them alive because there's a cult in New England that is determined to grow the world's largest lobster in the abandoned aquarium. This got dark so quickly. Anyways, 
Cowbirds use secret passwords to teach their young. Did you just say cowbirds? No. Did we get it? Yeah. All right, we got it. Okay. More or less. Uh, yeah, with you. Yes, cowbirds. Cowbird <laughs> uh, it's just like a little like pigeon kind of thing. Just a little tiny bird. Uh, but yeah, apparently they use uh, like secret passwords and they can actually pass along uh, messages from one generation to another um, and like teach their generations of young through that methodology, which is very interesting. Cowbirds, yeah, exactly how you would think it's Sorry, spelled. you all then like all froze in a, in a pose and I kind of ruined that by going, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the troll. Or enhanced it. We don't yeah. know yet. True. <laughs> Wait for the comments Definitely ruined it. Don't ever read the comments section. Never read good. the comments section. Actually, our se- comment section is very, very kind. Thank I am comment the section. comment section. Hi, comment section. We love you. Hi, comment comments. section. Y'all great. Thanks for being positive vibes. Thank Thanks you for your community. service. That and also the weird, the weird thirst over Duncan. We love you. If, Daddy Duncan. If enough people Daddy comment Duncan. on this episode, I will do a boob flash in episode seven. <laughs> Uh, how about if enough people comment on this, I will do a boob flash. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that's a punishment. If how, not enough, if enough people, people if enough people comment, Reggie will draw Duncan without the armor. Yeah. Uh, just a very strategically placed soup kettle. Like yes. This. How about that? Fun like, fact: yes, I, like I actually, figly, I actually figly have Duncan. Theo without all his clothes because that's how I like did it. <laughs> <laughs> like putting clothes on him, and he's just like bare. <laughs> Incredible. He's not very This needs to go somewhere. Wait I don't know where, there... but somewhere. <laughs> are you say- are you saying that somewhere there is a, a version of my character strips? Yes. We need- yes. We need a we need a men of root Wait, We need a men of root drawing in the book and that TikTok was saving. Oh god. It wasn't Calic Calsabian fanfic. It was Selby in the whole time. Selby? So I'm going to start this Universe's version of OnlyFans. She creates an underground underground playboy. She'll get paid a lot of money. Petition to make a Men of Root calendar, and it's just like the, the yes. firefighters from New York calendar, but it's just the, it's just the male character. I'm just imagining Guy, like, yes. Do not oh, put Guy man. in the Men of Root calendar. Do not put my soft lizard son in there. He is a pure soul. He must be. He must be in it. I want. I'm just imagine Guy just holding like uh, yeah. Goji berries. Yeah, of course, we want F from Louise. Jesus. Bad boy. No, okay. not right. Jesus. Jesus doesn't need to be there. Just Jesus Christmas. clearly needs to be there. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus can't save us now, guys. We're all is lost. Every day we drift further from God's light. <laughs> Lord up. Okay. Last we left off, the crew finished off the majority of the large-scale combat with the aid of Castus Chirp and his merry band of badgers. Uh, a group of elderly ex-keepers in Iron. Uh, we watched the Vagabonds take down the mechanized cat by disarming it, quite literally. Uh, we witnessed an emotional moment <laughs> from Thelonious um, as he discovered that the organic matter on the cat was the same as his mother's. 
Uh, the group proceeded to enter general dentistry where they began the exploration in search of the monument as well as the entrance to the underground tunnel. Uh, they ended up finding some purple vials which uh, Cal ended up sniffing and having some interesting reactions to. And then finally at the very end we saw Rebecca face to face with Ephraim the wolf. And that is where we will start the session tonight. Um, just a few housekeeping things, um, mostly for Theo. Um, Theo, you still have a minus one to might rolls that is ongoing. You have a plus three to a stealth roll that is a one-time hold. Um, and you have picked up a sword, which is a marquee sword, and you and I can go over the tags later. Um, but it will have two boxes where it deals one injury at closer intimate range. Um, so that is kind of where we are for now. I really have to hand it to you, Colin. You sure know how to undersell his dramatic moment from last time. Everybody already saw it. I mean, I'm I I can't I can't give people PTSD. You know, it's gotta be. Well, listen, I'm just. This is my PTSD, and you can't have any. No, no bones about it. That's a that's a great way to run your campaign. Rip. Uh, anyways, um, so Ephraim is face to face with uh, Rebecca at the current moment. <clears throat> Not exactly the smell I thought I'd get, but that's okay. And he reaches down and presses a button on his desk, and the room begins to fill with a purple smog and smoke. Uh, it begins to emanate and start heading out into the hallways, um, and uh, Ephraim then presses another button on his desk, uh, and a springboard pops out from right where he is sitting on his chair. An opening comes up in the ceiling, and it pops him up through to the next floor. I shut, I shut the door immediately to stop this gas from getting out into the hallway. You can tell that the gas is starting to leak now, uh, like underneath the door and through the cracks. And I for, stuff my bandana in the cracks. You stuff your bandana in the cracks. For everybody, now let's go out to everybody else. I think everybody is in the same place with the exception of Red. Um, you guys had been, I think, around the door number four, which is the cells, um, and just outside of there. Um, you see that from where you were, where you collected the purple vials, there is uh, purple smoke that is now emanating out of that chamber as well. Um, let's go to Red now. Red, you are in the, um, I believe it's door number five there. Um, you see yeah. a number of different cafeteria tables, um, as well as one very large zebra that is um, dressed in like a chef's outfit with a large ladle. Um, and they are serving this like gruel-esque um, type substance on a plate, but there's nobody there to eat it. And they just keep slapping the same pile of gruel over and over and over. And it's like a gigantic pile of this moist substance that is starting to make like a mountain pile and they look at you and turn their head visitors hi uh uh where is everybody where are we and they uh put their ladle like back in their sling and start pulling over the counter and just sauntering towards you. 
just ambling towards you. Their eyes look completely normal. They don't look like they're a frother okay. in any way. Um, but they are ambling towards you now um, and starting to walk. Are you okay? What's okay? Okay, then I'm just backing out of the room. <laughs> That's too much. Um, they are like, they start walking faster and pulling the ladle back out now of their sling and like coming towards you like with their shoulders forward trying to like sprint at you as you are backing out of the door of this room. Um, as you're backing out, you can see um, the rest of your party with the exception of Rebecca. Um, and you can see that there is um, some purple smoke that is starting to sort of level out in this floor. Um, just for mechanic purposes for you guys, um, this purple substance here, and let me find it in my handy dandy notebook. You're talking about the, um, the smoke? Yes, the, the purple smoke here. Essentially, after everybody takes a turn, the smoke has a chance to continue to rise. So it will continue to go from floor to floor as you guys are going up. Um, somebody in the party, whoever you choose, will roll 2d6 minus 10. If the number is positive, it will go up a floor. If it's not, then it just stays where it is. But then that negative goes down by one. So the next person that rolls will roll 2d6 minus 9. And so at the end of every round, there is a potential chance that increases that the smoke will rise to the next floor. So there is a bit of a timer for you guys on how you can move about the dentistry at this point. Uh, you know that Ephraim is on the floor above you um, and you know that the smoke is there. So that's kind of the mechanic purposes for that. Um, let's move to Rebecca. Rebecca, you're alone in the room. You have no idea what's going on outside of you. You are stuffing the door as uh, this purple smoke is starting to fill the air. What are you doing at this point? Can I use the springboard to go up into the hatch and the floor above? Absolutely. I would say that even like you still had, and I should have mentioned this in housekeeping as well, but with parkour, you still have, I think, two holds on sprinting to a location. So when Ephraim does that, you could actually just sprint right up with him um, into that third floor if you want to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that because I'm going to do that on roll. So yeah, let's, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. When you jump up, you are beginning to hear like the, like moans and groans and like screams and wails of different individuals you pop up into a room that is for all intent and purposes completely pitch black um you can tell that by this point ephraim has exited this room uh, but it appears to be very small there's only one door in the opening um and you are welcome to move from there oh my goodness <laughs> i you're not you guys aren't meant to like it you also, you also like ran upstairs without anybody and nobody knowing you for a I was in a room full of dangerous purple smoke. Yeah, you closed the door on yourself on that one. Yeah. Metagame, I want to help you, but I don't even know. I don't yeah. want your help. I want to <laughs> die a stupid death. Okay, let's move now to um, uh, basically the rest of the party with the exception of Red and Rebecca. Um, I would like for everybody here to give me a roll with good old luck. Oh, actually, Red, you have to give me a roll too. You're back. You're back in the hallway, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I rolled uh, an 11 with a minus 1, so 10. I well rolled done. a 4? Not so Plus well nothing. done. Can we average that? Not on this one. Sanvi, V, Red, Duncan? I have a V. I have a V. I have a 5. Okay. And I have 7. Okay. Duncan, uh, give me a roll with luck. Roll with luck? Yikes. Oh no. Uh, my luck is not uh, particularly great, but you know what? We'll try it. That is an eight. Nice. Okay, so stop that. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> I will take it. Yeah, yeah. Duncan, Red, and Thelonious. You guys feel for a second this like overwhelming anxiety just come over you, but then you like shake it off and you're you're good to go. For Sanvi and for Cal, um, Sanvi, you you blink for a second, Sanvi, and you open your eyes. And when you open your eyes, you are sitting on top of a log in the middle of an ocean. You are, there's no land around you. You are just completely stranded on a log by yourself. What do you do? Uh, Sami's gonna stiffen up and just like just freeze in her tracks, not move a muscle, and kind of call out, um, um, guys, guys. And we hear her. Yeah, you guys all just see Sanvi kind of freeze, stop, and start yelling, guys, guys. And then Sanvi, as you say that, the log disappears and you plummet into the water. And then we'll, we, we will move to Cal here. Um, Cal, as you blink, you open your eyes back up and you are in the middle of a forest. You do not have your goggles with you anymore. You do not have your toolkit with you anymore. Um, you can see flickering images of your mom and your dad through the trees that are sort of calling to you and telling you to come to them. Mom? Dad? Wait, wait, where are you? Stop, stop, just stop. I'll catch up with you. Where are you going? You start chasing after them? Yeah. So you guys all see Cal is just like taking off, running like square into the walls, like just doing whatever she can, clearly not of her her right mindset. Um, Theo, Red, and Duncan, what would you guys like to do in this moment? What do we What do we see with Sunday? Um, currently, you have only seen her just say, guys, guys, and she's just frozen in place standing. Cal is like running into walls, trying to move so in different- She collapse when she fell into the water. She's supposed to stand there. Not yet. Uh, Philo, um, go take care of the DM. I'm gonna help our auto friend. Yeah. You're faster than me anyway, so. Yeah. Get out of Cal. I just kind of uh, give him a look and go over to Cal. I'm going to take, uh, so I'm going to attempt to use uh, Duncan's tried and true diplomacy abilities, which seem to, to talk no jutsu his way out of most things. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> listen, by man. Listen, listen. Is my ninja way. listen Dun Dun there's a reason Duncan's got three different things and they all proc diplomacy. <laughs> bust out of the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Let's talk about your life choices. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no is oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, we've made some bad decisions, but that doesn't make us a oh, bad man. person. <laughs> uh, which ability would you like to use, Duncan? Um, I'm gonna use the one uh, that lets me use strength. Um, I know I'm not I'm not attempting to use bare force, but um, I would like you to bear with me for this one because I'm gonna I have like a an in role playing way that I'm gonna try to get uh, Sanvi out of this. Okay, I will say you can do it, but um, you'll have to mark exhaustion here. That's fine. Cool. Oh no, Duncan is tired. Yeah, it's over. that's a that's a, me too, buddy. It's a state of being. Um, <laughs> I am gonna take. So Duncan's gonna take both of Sanvi's um, hands in his own, um, and he's very gently going to like press his forehead up against hers, um, and then just squeeze a little bit. So, Sanvi, Sanvi, can you hear me? She's gonna uh, take a deep gasp, gasping breath, like, <gasps> and then. Uh, her legs are gonna give out underneath her, and she's just gonna kind of collapse onto the floor while uh, um, Duncan's holding onto her. I'm gonna scoop her up, and then hold her hand uh, in the same way that I have seen otters hold each other's hands when they're drifting. Um, give me a roll with mine. All right. Oh, let's get this bread. That's an eleven. Oh yeah. Um, Sanvi, you come to the the. Can I role play this? I want to. I want to. I want to drag Sanvi out of this. I want to role yeah, play this. I'm, I'm ready for it. I just. I just want to set the scene. Sanvi, yeah. for you and your vision, the log drops out from under you. You feel the rush of cool water, but it's only momentary. As your head starts to go under, your eyes open, and you see Duncan. And then you guys go ahead. There you go. You're all right. You're all right, my friend. I'm going to just kind of like keep her up and just make sure that she knows that she's safe and she's solid. She's on something. That's what friends are for. Don't need dry land when you've got good friends. You all right? She's going to um, just kind of cough a few times and uh, focus her eyes onto Duncan's and just kind of blink a bunch. All right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. Don't worry. I'm not gonna let you go. And I'm just gonna like, kind of like keep her like on me for a little bit. I'm not letting go, not as long as I got you. You're all right. No one's gonna left you drift off. Not while we're still around. She uh, kind of tugs on her arms a little bit just to like make sure that he still has her and as she's like reassured that he has a firm hold onto her arms the tears are just gonna like start flowing from her eyes and she's just gonna start sobbing and just that's all right there you go crying's fine just can't have you drift off not like that anyway come on hey there all right let's just keep you Right there. I'm going to like shoulder my axe in one hand and make sure that I've got a good grip on Sanvi on the other one. You burrow in as much as you need. I got you. I got to get you out of here. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. And as the, the two of you guys um, start to like make your way through the hallway um, and what I imagine would be up the stairs, um, let's move now to um, Cal, Theo, and Red. Um, Theo and Red, you guys are watching Cal as she is running into different walls here in the hallway. What would you guys like to do? 
So, so as I make my way over there, I actually I close the door, hoping that I can mitigate some of that smoke coming in while we're resolving this. Um, as I'm going over, first thing that I'm really kind of looking for is I'm just kind of like assessing that scene, right? Is she crashing into stuff that's going to cause her immediate harm, or is it a bare corner? Like I'm th like that kind of stuff. It doesn't seem like she's running into things with like any harm. It's more like she's like stops for a second and then like almost like you ever watch like the videos where people try and impersonate NPCs in Skyrim and they just kind of like okay okay that's that's sort of more or less what it's what it's like. Okay. It was me trying to like pre preparing to describe it in a way that makes sense. Now you just made me think of NPC videos where it's like, hey, adventurer, adventurer. You don't get to the cloud district very often. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if I like interject, in interject, um, I picture almost that Cow is kind of in her head seeing them, but like like you said, through the trees, um, and it's kind of almost like the trees are just too close together that she can't get she can't push past to get to them. So she's almost trying to reach through the trees. She's like banging on the bark, trying to like push the trees and trying to get past them and she's just like why can't i get to you stop stop going i'm trying to find you can we hear her yeah yeah you guys can hear her fully yep and she's like banging on the walls now and has like stopped moving but is clearly trying to get through the wall in some way i would like to go up to cal say cal cal can you hear me uh, can cal yeah. Go ahead and give me a roll of charm. Damn it. Um, uh, Red, give me a roll of charm. Sorry. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> give, give, give her a um, bone. Give them, a, give them a bonus for their the mermaid hair. That's charming. <laughs> it's got to count for something. Come on. That's at least a plus one. You get a plus point five for mermaid today. hair. <laughs> Self care, guys. A plus one half. Couple with my. Like Silk woman, what's your secret? <laughs> it's, just, it's just washing it. Self-care, guys. Self-care gets you board game bonuses. <laughs> Coupled with my passive 0.5 bonus for being bald, that's a plus one. <laughs> I got a six. Um, it might be kind of weird, but I'd like to like kind of grab my tail and put it under her hand, like trying to mimic uh trying to mimic Sabian a little bit or like give her some grounding I absolutely <laughs> love that oh my gosh yes you you out you pass for that um Cal I think it manifests as like the trees do open up a little bit for you and while your parents' faces drift away you do see the face of Sabian there and I'll let you guys carry it on from there Sabian Cal, I'm so sorry. It's it's not Sabian, but it's it's me. It's Red, and you're safe, and you're among friends. You're okay. I, I don't I don't understand what's happening. I I I I don't know. Um, I I don't know. This purple stuff started coming out, and uh, stuff. Y yeah, this this purple stuff. Or uh, Thilo, do you have any idea what's going on? Yeah, they're fucking gassing us, man. They're fucking yeah. gassing us. Can I run over to them, Colin, holding Sanvi? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you guys can see that the gas is 
um, starting to rise. And we're going to go to Rebecca here after, go ahead, Duncan, but then um, we're going to go to Rebecca and then we will make that roll there. I think what Thilo is trying to say is some of the bioweapons got loose and we need to get out. This is only going to get worse and we need to get out now. One of you needs a takes on V and I'm going to go find Rebecca. Just make sure she doesn't touch the ground. Cat, she doesn't so touch the ground. She so she's still not it. She's still not with us. Got you. I'm gonna like whisper really gently to Sanvi. I'm gonna hand you over to Thilo now. I have to go get Rebecca, otherwise I'd take you with me. But I don't want to make this any worse. All right. The she's last just time, silently sobbing. I just I need you to nod because the last time I left and you didn't know where I was, you promised. You made me promise that I would tell you when I'm leaving. And I, I'm leaving now. I'm keeping my word. Just nod. I just need to know that I kept my promise, okay? That's all. I, I step in while he's doing that. And I just kind of scoop her underneath with one arm and kind of I'm holding her up, right? We're probably about the same size. So she's kind of propped on my torso and head. And I kind of like give my, like slip my tail up for her to hold on to. But now Cat. I am carrying an otter. Cat. <laughs> when she wakes up, tell her I kept my promise. I'm going to take a big whiff and I'm just like, I'm going back in for Rebecca. Yeah. I'll just um, shake my head fucking promises. Out is the only game. Uh, are you guys all heading up the stairs then, I imagine, and trying to get away from the the gas that is currently rising? Does anybody want to try yep. to knock down that door and see if we can break the machine? No? Okay. Cal, you can do whatever still, you want. Is Cal still kind of stuck with these images and like the delusions or is she coming out of it? I would say that, so mechanically you guys are both fine. Emotionally, whatever you're feeling at the moment is whatever you are currently oh. feeling. That's more or less the, the bulk of it. No, both of you passed your uh, checks. You got people to get you out of your psychosis. Um, and so you are for mechanical purposes, perfectly fine. However you choose to roleplay that in like an emotional aspect is, you know, up to you. Um, if Cal is kind of more aware of what's going on, she's looking shaken, but she's going to basically shrug her jacket off and hold it over like her nose, her mouth, um, and just drop to the ground to start crawling about the way they've come. Oh, so you guys are headed back toward you're wanting to go back toward the exit? Yeah, which which way are you guys going? Are you going towards the so stairs? We, we, we got an instruction from Duncan, but um, Cal and Sanvi are not delirious. Sanvi's gonna go ahead and like hop off Thilo, just kind of like with tears in her eyes and thanks Thilo, um, let's just get out of here. You but she's right? gonna let's... kind of like hold on to um, his uh, shirt but she's not gonna make eye, make eye contact she's just kind of staring at the floor what happened what happened in there let's just go where's everybody where is everybody i i have to keep going i have to go up these stairs if if you guys have to leave and go back out the way we came well i guess that's what you have to do but i i have to keep looking for z and uh Dr. Weemsley, I can't just leave them. We've already made it this far. And Red's turning to go up the stairs. I look, I look at, I look at Sunbeat. You want to get out? 
No, we let's go with Red. Okay. I look at Cal. Cal, what do you need right now? I I don't know. I just need to get out of this, but she'll turn to like where Red's going. If you go further, you're gonna put yourself in danger. Choose your times. Wherever Dr. Weemsley is, he's probably fine. But if you go further in now while it's getting like this, there's no telling if it's gonna start affecting you too. Come back out with us. You heard Duncan, we need to get out. It it doesn't seem as bad up, up the stairs. It's just coming from the room. Maybe the best way to go is up. Cow will kind of just like shake her head, mutter, and then just be like, do what you want, but I need to get out. And then she'll just keep scrambling for the exit. Is going up the way we came in? No, you guys have oh. been going up. Right, so, I mean, I mean, Thilo, Thilo is sticking with Cal and Zambi, and I basically, I'm, I'm basically just pointing out, getting away from this situation right here, either direction is out. We're going out, and and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm riding with I'm riding with you. You let me know which direction you want to go. That's the way we go. I got you. Out of character, I'm really excited for Red and Duncan to meet up in this mist. <laughs> That's gonna be sick. That's gonna be sick. Colin, I'm trying to find the rules for persuade a PC. I thought there was like a once per session you can. Yes, once once per session you can persuade a PC, and they can essentially, I believe it's mark off. I don't know if it's one or two exhaustion. Um, we'll just give you guys the benefit of the doubt and say two exhaustion. And sorry for the hardcore gamers out there if I'm doing it wrong, but I'm not gonna look it up. So. There you go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so you can essentially, if you go along with red, you can take two exhaustion off of yourself for free, but then you have to go along with what red says. Yes. So I would like to use that. And so that option is given to you, Megan. Like, if you want to take the two exhaustion off and then choose to follow red, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. You keep your exhaustion and you can do whatever you had planned. You do have exactly two exhaustion from a mechanics perspective. Don't want to that RP I know that Red is using the persuade like trait, but how is she persuading? Because she's kind of just saying that Red is going after Dr. Weemsley, but how would she persuade Cal to, you know, turn around basically? Yeah, do the same thing because yeah. she doesn't know Dr. Weemsley. She's got no reason to go after this person. And Cal's mindset is it's gas on this level going up. There might be things worse than gas. There could be yeah. things worse than delusional gas. There could be things worse. It could be like, you know, a pyramid. It just gets worse the higher you go. So. Yeah, uh, I was trying to be persuasive with the. Uh, it, it seems like it's worse down here. Maybe it's better above that it's starting on the lower floor and then going up right but the smoke so. is rising smoke rises yeah. so i think she would kind of just like scowl and like you know keep <laughs> continuing her way away okay as cal begins to make her way towards the exit um and i think the are the rest of you then i guess going up the stairs um let's move to rebecca now um rebecca um, as your eyes start to adjust to the darkness in the room, um, similar to when you are jumping down into one of your burrows, um, you're starting to get gather your, your bearings um, and understand your surroundings. There are several tables in this room. Um, there are various equipments and tools um, for like cutting and drilling that are laid out very neatly and cleanly um, in little rolls on each of the tables. Um, and then there is a little chart um, at the 
top that has uh, a bunch of little configurations and numbers um, and different things. And then it's got like a an equal sign and then like a little uh, like Mr. Yuck face. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that terminology, but like a little dude with his uh, tongue sticking out. Um, and then there's a plaque uh, at the top of the room that says the dentist's code, pain is healthy. And then there's another little Mr. Yuck face right there. Uh, but there don't appear to be any um, figures in the room. Um, so you are free to move about here. Um, you also are aware that there is no smoke in the room. That, that, that little sort of scribbling of, I'm, I'm guessing the kind of formulas, little sums, uh, can I, can I steal that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's on like a little, like, uh, I don't know, like a whiteboard kind of thing, chalkboard. Okay. Um, not exactly something I can roll up. I can't actually steal that then. Oh, you can put it, me. you can put it in your knapsack. Yeah, you have a backpack. Good. Yeah, is it small enough to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and and then I I open the door to try and find the source of that moaning. Um, yeah, as you open the door, um, you recognize that you are on the next floor above, and for your purposes on like the maps that I've sent to you, um, you are exiting room number seven, um, is where you would be currently. Um, I so you would like to open the door to room number eight. Yeah, you open the door to room number eight. The moaning gets incredibly loud. Um, and you can see down the hallway, there are uh, a number of different cell blocks with, um, I would say there's probably five different cell blocks, each with three different denizens in them. Um, however, four of those five cell blocks, the denizens that are in them are just yelling and wailing and are clearly beyond repair. Uh, but in the cell block that is closest to you, there are three individuals um, a raven, a meerkat, and a horse uh, that are all sort of chatting along together and sort of smiling and like laughing. And they're like maybe a bit crazy, but not overly crazy. Um, and that's what you see right now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Rebecca, can she see that these, these people really, really are beyond any form of therapy or m medical care of any kind. Yes, they are like full on like bashing their heads into the walls, like punching the metal bars until their knuckles crack and break. Like they are like full on like rage mode craziness. Something has broken within their psyche essentially. Um, but the three closest to you in that cell uh, but do not appear to be screaming or yelling or doing anything of any kind, just kind of like snickering to each other um, and having a what seems like a genuine conversation between friends. Do they notice me? Um, I will say no at this point. Um, you have not walked far enough in. And uh, with all the screams and yells and your um, subtle rabbit feet, um, no, they have not noticed you as of yet. I close the door and, and I can't know. Um, I, that's 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 too much for her. She's that's far too much for her to cope with. So she shuts the door and she backs away slowly and she starts walking up the stairs to the next floor. Yeah, um, Rebecca is on her way to the next floor. Um, let's uh, cut back now here to 
everybody but Cal, I believe, is going up the stairs, correct? Glad so I did Cal, not miss Cal, Cal, Cal did not take the persuasion, and she's going down and out and back outside of the building. Correct. And I believe everybody Son, else is going up, correct? Sonby and I did not actually sort that out, right? So in chat, right, Sonby uh, was saying she's kind of just clutching the Theo, right, for grounding. You two right. should um, leave. <sighs> Yeah, you're you're not here. You're not in the room. You can't yeah, you you listen, already, I will. I, I already rolled persuasion. I can roll persuasion against you if you'd like. Not when you're not there. You're a ghost. Uh, listen, yeah, you're I already there. did my persuasion. Ghost of Duncan. Um, so, no, no, no. It's so, up to you, Theo, Sandy. Yeah, no, right. At, like at, like at this at this point, right? Son, right. Moving deeper in, Sandy's not in that place, right? Cal was just like fuck this too. Um, and so I'm moving, I'm, you know, I'm not carrying her out like Duncan might've suggested, but I'm moving outside of the building, right? So I'm, so yes, we are, we are either with Cal or on Cal's heels, right? And moving our way to outside of the building. And my aim is to get them out, get them safe, get orientated, and hopefully reconnect with our hunter chiefs and that whole bond that we have. We've got fucking power. Yeah, um, I am curious as well, like, what's going on in, like, Thelonious's head? Because yeah. it's been an emotional day for you, and now you are yeah. sort of, like, having to assist others in their time of need in yeah. so, what has been a right. trying day. Right, so blow, so blow for blow, right? Like, all of that, all of that stuff from that last episode, and, like, Sanvi is now, I was kind of, like, clutched up and following Duncan right um we got that sniff and i got that anxiety and it passed and then we saw what was happening with san v right so between the traumas and all of those things i'm in this operational clairvoyance right um i'm not dissociated but i'm not in the meat of my own trauma i'm in the meat of what the fuck is going on right here and who needs what and what i have is Cal has made a decision and she is, you know, an independent doe. And Sanvi is also expressing, um, like, I need to get out of this. And so I am not pushing people deeper into things. I'm putting that energy into moving people out. Um, I also am thinking about what else needs to happen because I am feeling ready in violence. But people first. And I've got an army upstairs. So for all of these reasons, I am I am moving out, whichever, if that's up, it's up, if it's down, it's down, but I'm moving out to where we were before. Yeah, um, okay. So as you guys are moving down the stairs, let's jump to Red and Duncan. Um, I will say, Red, you are uh, maybe like 10 or 15 paces in front of Duncan here, or excuse me, behind Duncan here. Um, as Duncan is charging up the stairs for Rebecca, um, you have your conversation with um, Theo, Cal, and Sanvi, um, and you're like, "No, I, I gotta hit the hit the dirt here." Um, so you are about maybe ten or fifteen paces behind Duncan as he is coming up the stairs. Um, Duncan, as you come up, um, if you look on floor two of those pages, um, you will see a very, very long hallway and then two rooms, um, number seven and number eight to the left and to the right, um, and then these stairs to go up that will be straight ahead. So those are your three options essentially in this um, floor. So two things. One, uh, I took a big whiff of the air to see if I could smell Rudbeckia. Do I smell Rudbeckia anywhere? You do smell Rudbeckia straight ahead and straight up. Great. Um, and then do I hear 
red coming up behind me. Yes, you hear red coming up behind you. And then as you are like peeking the top of the stairs, you start to hear the same moaning and wailing um, that Rebecca heard um, when she was catapulted. So I'm gonna whirl around with my ax in hand because I don't know who it is. And I just told everyone to get out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm just gonna turn and come face to face with red. Oh, for the love. Why? I said to leave. I said to get out. I said go. Ugh. Why? Why? I don't want to leave here without Z. Squirrel, there's a... Listen, you have a long way to go before you become a proper soldier, and one of these days, you and I are going to have a very long chat about sometimes cutting your losses and letting the crazy badger that can die actually go into the place, but he might die. You have your pistol? Yes. Good. Stay close, watch my back. I'll scold you later. Dad energy <laughs> on fleek. Is this one of your professor's experiments? This mist? I, no, I have no idea what this is. I mean, it could be, but its I don't think it's anything that I worked on while I was here. Um, Red, go ahead and give me a roll of cunning. That is an eight, I believe. An eight? Uh, you would know that this is definitely not an experimentation of um, Dr. Weemsby. His science was much more on the mechanical and electrical side as opposed to the biological warfare side. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he tend to, he tend to uh, specialize more on the clockwork things like my pistol than this. I don't have any idea what this is. Well, whatever it is, it stinks of fear and death. I don't like it. I don't like it a lot. It stinks of a battlefield. I get a vial. Come on. Rebecca is close. Should keep moving. Colin, uh, is is Bam Bam with us? Um, yes. Bam Bam, I will say... For all <laughs> Bam Bam's just behind <laughs> us the whole yeah. time. Bam Bam is just... Bam Bam didn't go in. I swear that Bam Bam stayed outside and was just like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Bam Bam waited, Bam Bam waited until, um, you are correct. Bam Bam did wait outside while you guys were fighting the mechanized cat. Um, but as you guys finished things and things have kind of cleared out, she has moved in with you. Um, I will say that Bormolo has probably rejoined, um, the originals and that group with Guy. Um, but Bam Bam is quietly and very, very, um, in a very scared manner, moving alongside of um, Duncan at this point, because she believes Duncan to be probably the biggest shield that she's got. Um, so I will say that she is, she is probably with you guys, uh, but just completely like scared out of her brains, unable to speak, just like, this is not exactly what she expected to sign up for uh, as a smuggler and not somebody that is like, typically out of, engaged in full-fledged combat out of character all i can think about is suicide squad where the one random character is with them for the final shootout and then he just get they like gets shot and they're like how long has he been with us he's been here the whole the time whole time the whole time um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at bam bam and be like oh dear you can <laughs> you can you can go you you can leave it's all right we you can let us handle this one uh, she just looks at you and then shakes her head. All right, then. Oh, that's fine. Just 
stay behind me and in front of the squirrel and you'll be all right. I'm just going to very gently pat the top of their head and just be like, you're a good, you're good. You're doing she, great. She flinches as you yes. pat the top of her head and then like regains her composure. Are you guys going up the stairs? Or are you going to seven? Or are you going to eight? We need to get rid of Becky first and then we'll look for your friends. Okay, fine. At least I know. At least I know where it is. All right. Okay. Um, we are we can we open the the chamber where Rebecca is, or do, where uh, can we? Is there something I need to roll to find Rebecca? I suppose is my the question. Nope, you guys are not going into either of the doors. Um, Rebecca went straight up, so you guys will also continue to go Unless straight you up. Want to check out the moaning and wailing? Yeah, the moaning and wailing is to the right uh, in door number eight. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you guys want to follow Rebecca. Duncan is a little up. bit old for that kind of nonsense anymore. <laughs> Perhaps when I was a younger magic. Um, let's move now to the group of folks that are going back down the um, the other way, um, which would be Sanvi, Cal, and Theo. Um, you guys are easily able to make your way down these stairs and back into the, the ground floor, for those of you looking on the maps. Where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? So can you just describe what we see? Um, yeah, so to, to the left, there is um, a very big opening, and um, I don't know if you guys explored it in the last episode, but the indoor rec room, um, it appears deserted. There, There's nobody on this floor, um, but it's where people would go to, like, you know, get their pump on and shit. <laughs> um, and then to the right, um, you see, like, uh, a room that is clearly made for, like, an intake and taking prisoners' items and that kind of a thing. Uh, and then there's an exit straight out of there. Um, and there's no fog in this uh, floor. An exit there's also a hole in the wall, because this is yeah. where we blew a hole in the wall. Uh, there is, but um, where the stairs come out of, you guys cannot see the hole currently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, did you say the exit is straight through the area where the prisoner items would be taken? Um, yeah, it's like where the intake is. You guys actually ended up passing through, and I believe Rebecca made... Uh, a check when we went in um, for the item storage room that was in there um, and didn't end up finding anything. But um, yes, that is, so you guys came in through the item storage and then up through the right and then made a left up to the stairs to go up. Gas isn't on this level at all now. There's no gas. There's no gas on this level. Nope. Okay. Um, when when it's safe to say there's no gas, uh, Cal's kind of stopped from like the kind of crouching, crawling. Um, and straighten herself up, sling her jacket over her shoulder. Um, and when she sees the prisoner item intake area, she'll make a beeline for there to try and start getting resources. Uh, just trying to find something new to focus on. Yeah, give me a roll with cunning. Oh, that actually was good. I didn't think that would work. Uh, <laughs> uh, cunning, uh, that is a 10. Nice. Oh, yeah, uh, I will say that you find enough like items and different scraps here from whether it be from like the rubble of the explosion or actual items themselves um, that you can clear to depletion with a 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and once she has found those items, she'll keep making a beeline for the exit base. Just grab, stash, go. Awesome. Um, Theo, Sanvi, what are you guys doing? So so I see, I see Cal is finding just finding her diaphragm, right? Um, so as we're kind of, 
as we're kind of moving through that, I'm kind of checking with San V, right? I'm just observing, right? As we're kind of moving in the same kind of path and kind of trying to see if I see any sort of responses from her in terms of this environmental change, right? Is she, um, is she getting a little bit less panicky? The other thing that I'm doing as we enter the space is just double checking, like, is this room clear? <laughs> Um, Dio, I will say as well, go ahead and give me a roll with, give me just a flat 2d6. It's 10. Uh, a 10. Um, as you like step onto this floor, um, for just a flicker of a moment, it's, I mean, it's just a flicker of a moment. You see the imagery of yourself over top of the body of your mother slamming down on it and remember that that body is still out there buried where you and duncan were um but you you just I, again it doesn't affect you there's no mechanic effect right. to it uh, but just for that brief moment as you hit the ground like you feel that impact um yeah. Sunday, how are you feeling as you are now in a smoke-free zone on the first level here you've got cow collecting items uh, as soon as they get down the stairs and Savi realizes or sees that there isn't any smoke, she's just going to kind of uh, let go of Thilo and let him walk ahead of her, but not too far. I would think that Savi's just kind of glancing around, maybe uh, use an improvised skill to just like attach something to her arrow to make it more damaging. Damn, hell yeah. Uh, give me a roll of cunning. See if you can find something around to uh, attach to your arrow. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> um, uh, you scrape the, the rubble on the walls, but um, there doesn't appear to be anything that you could attach that would be like an additive to your bow and arrow. Um, Theo, you see San V kind of scraping the walls, looking for things for arrows. Um, she does seem much more calm. What are you doing? Um, I just I just kind of look her in the eyes and kind of communicate with nonverbals and gestures like I'm not leaving, right? But I'm going straight for the the hole in the wall, um, and I am looking for two pieces of information. I want to know whether or not that arm that we dismantled is still lying on the ground, and I want to know what is going on outside specifically i want to know if i still have an army and if that army is still engaged yeah i'll so answer the information stuff yeah i'll uh, i'll answer your second question first um uh, so you you look outside um you see that the silk handkerchiefs have polished off what was left of the frothers um and are now like in like the process of looting different homes and taking back what was theirs um you see that um, basically, as you look out, Castus Chirp is surrounded by about four or five marquee guards as one of his, uh, in the, the guy with the invisibility armor is sort of popping in and out, taking his injured uh, friends away from the combat. And you watch as Castus, like, just fully looks at these guys, plays a note on his recorder, and there's like a sonic, like, eruption from the area. Um, and you watch as all six of the marquee guards immediately fall. And as they fall, insects start to crawl up from the ground and like consume them and pull them down into the earth. 
Um, and you can watch as a multitude of different cats begin to be pulled into the ground by whatever Castus is playing on his recorder at this point. Um, to answer your second question, uh, from a mechanics perspective, yes, you find the arm, um, and the arm itself has a, like, three tiny little gems that are attached to it. Um, you can see that they are each a different color, and you are welcome to inspect them as you please. Yeah, let's, let's do that, right? Um, is Cal still, is, is, has Cal left the building, and is she out wandering, or is she still in this room that is currently safe? Um, she's a few rooms over, but she is still in general dentistry in the end. Okay, she hasn't, she hasn't exited, and if we're not clear and there's a surprise, I'll hear it. Correct. I, 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 I inspect this thing. Yeah, um, um, go ahead and give me a roll with cunning, and this does not need to be a high roll for you. You are a, a marquee, you're familiar with marquee technology. Right, uh, so that's, that's a roll of 11, and it doesn't matter what I've got plus, but my plus is 2, so that's, that's a 13. Yeah, uh, you would recognize the three of these things as uh, marquee turbines. So uh, at the beginning of the campaign, when we all uh, made characters and everything, everybody got a signature item. Uh, what you didn't know is that the signature items have categories to them that I made. Um, and so for Duncan, Red, and Theo, you guys all have clockwork signature items. So all of your items involve the use of marking where to utilize them. For uh, Red, it's trying to um, shoot her thing without you know, having it backfire. For Theo, it's picking locks, doing a number of different things with the Mantis. And for Duncan, it's like moving quickly in combat and doing- Smash. Uh, yeah, doing smash. smash. Um, so for mechanics purpose, um, these are all usable once per session and can attach to any clockwork signature item. Um, you can use, this one is called um, the quick thinking. Uh, so when you mark where for your item, you can choose to implement your turbine. So this would happen at the same time. Um, you can either commit, gain plus one to the role you are attempting, and for red, this can be used for a misfire, or you can balk. Ask the GM one question about your current action, and you can choose to walk that action back or continue to pursue it. The second turbine is healing water, so when you mark where for your item, at the same time, you can choose to implement this turbine. You can use grace, which will immediately restore two injuries for you, or you can choose resilience, which will restore one injury at the beginning of each turn for the next four turns. And then the final turbine is flexibility. When you mark where for this item, you can choose to implement this turbine, happens at the same time. Uh, you can use deafness to automatically succeed on the next roguish feat you attempt as if you had rolled a 10 or more, or you can use Invasion to take a plus two ongoing for all pick lock and disable device checks for the remainder of that dungeon or that jail or that crawl, whatever you're doing, to take that plus two ongoing for the rest of that time. That is a lot of information for in-game drop. It certainly is, and I will drop this all to you in a Word document. But yes, um, for the purposes of so this... They're all things you can are, add to your items yep. to make them better when you use them. Right. Yeah, I can I, I can break this apart and use those as enhancements. Yes. Is the arm currently a usable item? I saw uh, this arm do some stuff. Um, so the arm itself is not a usable item. Um, it's only like effective when those turbines are engaged with some kind of core. And when you guys oh. ripped that arm out, you oh. removed it from that core okay 
So, so for now, I just pocket that. I call, I call both Cal and Sandy, right? I just kind of call their names out and, and, and hope that they come and looking to check in. Yeah, um, as they are going to check in with you, let's move now to, I believe, Rebecca here. Uh, Rebecca, you have just moved up the steps to the um, third floor. Um, as you are moving up there and moving through the hallways, um, you can see a number of different rooms there to the right and to the left. Um, directly in front of you, if you're standing and facing east, excuse me, facing west, um, you'd see room 9, 10, and 11. Uh, and then if you go to the north, you could see room 12 from where you are. So um, any of those four rooms or beyond that, if you don't want to go into any of them, um, you do hear moaning and groaning in this uh, particular floor, as well as an off-key piano being played. Which direction is the moaning and groaning coming from? Uh, the moaning and groaning is coming from the north. And the piano? Uh, also to the north. So, to the left as I look at it, is the silent rooms without all the creepy noises. Uh, yeah, uh, which room would you like to enter in? There's no sound coming from any of them. No sound, no smells, no vibrations. Uh, one of the rooms, in fact, um, give me a roll with cunning here. Seven. Seven. Um, you could smell like a faintly sweet smell coming from room number nine. I am a spy by nature. I would like to, if there's no sound, just slowly push the door open. Yeah. Um, as you do, you can see that um, there are a number of different like laundry bins in this room. Um, and that's pretty much it. It smells of like... I, sm I smell detergent. You, you smell detergent, uh, essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, um, ignoring that, just push open the doors to the other two. Let's, let's be curious. Which one would you like to do first? We'll start with nine, I'll continue with ten. Yeah. Uh, as you open the door to the tenth room, um, you can see on the wall there are a number of different vials that look similar to the purple vials that you guys saw on the second floor there. Um, but these ones are yellow in nature. Um, and there are two different individuals in this room that turn and look at Fuck you. me! Yeah, as you, uh, as you enter. Um, both of them appear to be wolves, although neither of them have yellow eyes. Um, but they are both dressed in dental garb. They have, like, the, uh, face masks on. Both of them have scalpels. Um, and they are, like, lumbering towards you. Oh. Did you not hear? What? Is everyone here incompetent? Ephraim set off the booby trap. It's time the for a checkup. Do you really think that's the best time? And she's like slowly inching toward, like just backpedaling the fuck out, buying herself as much time as possible. It's like, we haven't the time for this. Everyone's being evacuated. You can have your checkup once we're all safe. Absolutely. And actually, um, we should probably roll here. Whoever wants to roll, you guys can pick whoever you want, uh, but to roll for that smog going up, um, because I totally forgot. Fly? Yeah, go for it. Minus, you guys. minus 10, right? Minus 10. Well, that's an eight. 
Eight minus 10, so the smog does not go up, um, but it does drop to a minus nine for the next person that rolls. Um, and Rebecca, you have uh, essentially one action before these wolves are going to act. So you can do whatever you would like, uh, but you'll have one, one kind of go here. I would like to use my remaining hold point to dash what is, I, they're definitely going to attack me. This counts as a battlefield to dash to the other side unhindered and steal a couple of those yellow vials. Yeah, absolutely. So you are now, you're in, that That would put you in the room with the frothers. Yeah, but it does mean that or I can go dentist. past them without them attacking me. Yeah, no, you, you dodge through, you grab a couple of vials and you are now in the back of the room and both of the dentists turn and look at you. Um, and from there, we will move to Red and Duncan as you guys are coming up the stairs. Uh, I would like for both of you to give me a roll with cunning. Let's see if you can hear Red Becky uh, in the other room there. Nine for Red. I have a six. Uh, yeah, Duncan, you head up the stairs. Your your brain is full of like, you're thinking about Sanvi. You're thinking about Thelonious. Think about a lot of things. I, gotta, yeah. I have other things on my mind for sure. You got a lot of things on your mind. Uh, but Red, um, your keen squirrel senses detect that um, your rabbit friend is um, somewhere to the west there um, and just beyond in that room 10. Um, so you do know where Red Beckia is situated. All right. Then I'll say, oh, I think I heard her. I think she's over here. And head over to All right. room number 10. Red. Yeah. As you uh, guys I'm, approach. Can okay. I, before we do that, can I hand Red, like, part of my, like, I guess my tunic, my whatever, tabard, whatever, just to put over her mouth, just to protect her from the mist. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There, you go. there you go. You um, probably yeah. needed a little more than me, I think. Thanks. As you guys approach the uh, the room there, you can see Rebecca um, has just like darted to the edge and you can see her like smirking and holding these two yellow vials in like one in each hand and just like- <laughs> Smirking. No, I feel like you would totally <laughs> smirk. If listen, you listen, no, right listen. Rebecca keeps like be, likes being around wolves. We've established there's some da- there's some danger love here. No, Lou, Lou, I think Lou, Lou likes Lou being around. Lou wolves. likes the Lou likes danger. <laughs> Lou likes the wolves. Just a little bit too eager. <laughs> Rebecca is all of Lou's good impulses crammed into one character. <laughs> I don't have any. This is all put on. It takes me. Th- like 20 minutes to do my makeup and it takes me three hours to pretend to be an optimist. <laughs> it's a tough job. Uh, okay, so I don't want to speak for you, but what does Rebecca do? You see Duncan and Red enter the room. You are holding the vials there at the back. Oh, fuck. Um, help! Uh, you guys hear her yell, help. Um, ah, I will let we're the, here I, to help. Uh, I will let the both of you uh, take an action here if you would like, um, but just one main action, no bonus actions, no any of the other stuff um, as um, the most will get to act after this. Can I, is like hitting one of them with an ax an action I can do? Oh yeah, yeah. Great, let's do that. <laughs> Spec- spectacular, boys. Give me a roll of might, my good man. Oh, I have that as a stat. Industry. Industry, that is a five. That is bad. Um, Duncan, you <laughs> lash out to I'm go. Fucked. 
<laughs> I need I need my dice. I'm like I'm rolling on the computer right now. This is garbage. I need like a real dice. You you lash out, Duncan, <laughs> to go uh, and hit this guy. Um, and as you go to hit him, you don't suffer an injury or a wear or an exhaustion or anything like that. But you feel a tiny little poke in your ear as he jabs the syringe into there. Uh, and I'm going to need you to give me a roll with good old luck. All right. I'm going to get my actual dice for this because yeah. this computer just is <laughs> intent on murdering me. Record show. If I am going to die to a computer, it's going to be inter- like in Terminator. Computer is going to have like a grenade launcher attached. I'm not dying to the randomized D6 launcher. Already even has, better. Even Already better. That is a max roll. I had a 12 on the roll. That is a 13 with my luck stat. Y'all can suck it computer that's right that's what's up analog <laughs> dice baby uncle dunker's right. in the house now boys what is that oh that 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 a six-sided cube with numbers on it oh it is we call that a dice in this house i'm good you, you, computer just flashes the word how question mark yeah timestamp for tiktok yes literally, yeah. literally, literally duncan phases out of existence <laughs> while they jab me in the ear and i break one of their necks <laughs> um, no, you suffer no injury back. Um, you end up whiffing on the the axe strike. Uh, but as he jabs the syringe in, um, Red, you can see um, that like one of Duncan's eyes flickers yellow as he looks at you, and then immediately Duncan like like steals his resolve and his eye comes back to a normal color, um, and you can see that he is he is once again fine, um, and you are free to act. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, what? Fucking dog. With my action, I would like to pull out my pistol and target um, one of them. Probably not the one that just attacked Duncan. So I believe see. that is a finesse roll, correct? Yes. Yep. That is eight. Eight. Uh, I believe you uh, mark an injury for them, and I... Do you pick one from that? Remind me. Um, it just says on a hit, inflict injury. On a ten plus is when more things okay. can happen. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. You watch as uh, one of those dentists like takes it in the shoulder, um, reels back, and you can see that they are bleeding very, very badly, uh, but are not quite dead at this point. Um. So we'll move to the dentists now. Um, one of the dentists is going to go for Rebecca and going to attempt to grapple you. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll with might, Rebecca. A six. That is a six. Um, so uh, you can choose from the the grappling list. So a grapple ends whenever you choose to end it. Um, you I can choose either... to end it. Okay, you choose to end it. Um, they will choose to inflict two injury on you and mark an exhaustion for themselves. Oh no, I didn't know that was what the consequence was. They can pick that regardless of what you pick. Um, so the way that the way that grapples work in this game is that you continue to pick things until somebody dies, somebody is unconscious, or somebody disengages. So if you choose to disengage first, that's totally fine. They only get the one action. If you choose to continue, then you'll simultaneously pick actions until somebody either dies, goes unconscious, or chooses to disengage it. So you're gonna suffer the two injury whether or not you choose to disengage. You can continue to grapple them. A disengage doesn't make sense for Rebecca's character. She's very much a, a, a runaway kind of person, so I, I will mark that injury. 
and I don't know, hide in the corner. <laughs> uh, you guys watch as uh, one of these guys goes to grapple Rebecca um, and ends up like jabbing his scalpel into her stomach twice uh, before she ends up just jolting away to the corner. Um, the other one is going to engage with Duncan. Duncan, give me a roll of money. Oh, what's that? A roll you say? Like with an actual physical dice? That's the one. Oh yeah, that's spectacular. That is a nine. A nine, uh, beautiful. A nine. Uh, you guys watch as uh, Duncan, you still do suffer one injury from this or you can mark wear on a shield or armor, whatever you choose. Let me know and I'll mark it on the tracker. I will mark wear on my axe. Random uh, axe I, that I found. No, I'm going to have to mark it on. I have to mark it on. Uh, shield. I'll yeah. take an injury. I'll take an injury. That's fine. Duncan can heal those at some point. And... Yeah. Well, eventually we'll take a rest in this game, I assume. <laughs> it's been like six sessions. No one's rested. None of our items are fixed. Yeah, you guys are just. Uh, no, 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 no sleep till Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. You went full scale battle right off the bat. Right? <laughs> right off the rip. I mean, we got to fight for our rights to privacy. Exactly. Right. Listen, man, if. If the Marquis people thought we were going to take a rest, man, they were probably prepared for that. They were like, God, there's no way. <laughs> no one's going to be like, hey, what if... Uh, we are I've, not seasoned warriors. I have two, We I are mean, Duncan uni is, students. Uh, clearly, clearly... Caffeine and spice. Clearly, everyone I feel, I feel like Duncan Colin was sitting there going, to take, what like, is a rest, wrong? And then we didn't, and he was like, you're not going to take a rest? Fucking monster bun. I just I mean, you got you guys went full like... scale battle just without any like you were like no we just and you, they still you knew fought, we were coming you fought chunk and them literally spent one night at the campfire got the recoveries used all your herb kits and then the very next night went out and like the very next night went out and attacked like no pause no information gathering if we were a house in Game of Thrones, our house words would be run it back. Like, I love run to it imagine, back, though, run I love it imagining back. that the Marquis were just there like, shh, we'll catch them when they're sleeping. And then we're just there like, chokes on you. Like, bitch! <laughs> oh, they, oh, they I am running shift. on nothing but monster and rage. Um, no, it's our, our, our motto is not run it back. Run our it motto back. is we don't have time to die today. Run it back. <laughs> No time to Sir, die. we're out of ammo, and also the enemy is here. I'm sorry, did, did I hear run away? No, it's run it back. Run it. <laughs> Let's pick up here with uh, Theo, Red, uh, or excuse me, Theo, Cal, and Sunbeam here at uh, so, the bottom so floor. As we get started, I have a mechanical question. So those turbines that you talked about, mm -hmm. do they have to be invested into a thing and augmenting a thing to operate, or can they operate in their own rights? Uh, no, they must be attached to that particular okay. signature kind of item. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, that's that's just stashed away. Um, yeah. So when we left, when we left, I was just kind of I was just calling on Cal and Sunvi to see if we could do a huddle as they were finishing the things that they were finishing. Yeah, Sunvi, Cal, do you guys uh, commiserate there with uh, Theo? Yes. Um, Cal might look like she isn't going to come over at first, but then she kind of just slowly does make her way over. Look, like, are you, are you two okay? What do you need right now? Uh, Cal's just, like, slowly look at Zombie. Zombie, uh, looks back at Cal and is just kind of gripping her recorder very tight, tightly. And then she'll look back at Theo and 
tell him, I'm, I'm, I'm good, Thilo. What, what do you need? What's next? Look, I, I plan to go back in there. Um, I'm not asking you to come. I'm not going back in until you are both good. What I'm about to do is I'm going to try to connect back with those handkerchiefs and I got an idea about maybe helping out with the gas upstairs. I don't know if it'll work, but one way or another, I'm, I'm planning to head back up and catching up with Red. I'm not asking you to come. If you need out of this, man, I will, I will call up to Neo and have him escort you back to safety. We can, we can rally up together. I if you want to go back in with me, that's okay too. I'm not telling you what to do. I just want to know what it is that you need now, in this moment. If, if you're going back in and there is something I can offer you to help with that, whether it's protection or ammo, just tell me now, but I'm not going back in now. That's fair. You know, I did have a thought. I mean, this... Everybody else is upstairs, right? And this gas is chasing them. One thing I know about gas is that you want ventilation. We have a ballista out there. It's not exactly explosive. Do you have anything handy, anything at all that we could use to, to, to attach to that ballista and maybe blow some holes in the walls in the upper levels, help some of that Help some of that space vent out. Fuck, I'm planning to go back in there. I don't want, I don't want whatever it is that happened to you. If you don't want it, then you're kind of being a hypocrite going back into it. You'd have to be lucky for it to not affect you. I don't know why yeah. it didn't affect everybody the same way. Like I said, if you want to go back in there, that's your call. Yeah. But I'm going back out there. If you want me to check out the ballista, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I don't make any promises, but I'll look at it. And Cal will kind of just leave it there and make a way out. Yeah. As, as Cal's leaving, right, you know, well, I'll just go, I'll, I'll bring it to Sandy. Like, like, same to you. I'm not asking you to come back in with me. But if you're staying out here, what what is it that you think that you need? We can send you, we, we can get you back to a clearing. We can get you back with some leaders and some protection and get you back to a clearing and just you can be done with this and that's okay. I'll see you back there. You can stay here. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you need. No, no, I I want to help you guys, but I'm not gonna go back up with you. You said that you needed ventilation. I know I have my bow and arrows. Maybe maybe I can find someone outside to find an explosive and attach to it or something, but we're, we're, I'll go outside. I'll find help. If not from Cal, maybe someone from outside and we'll find a way to get you some ventilation. Can I, uh, Colin, can I transfer my charge of, um, I mean, I have to kind of re-engage them because they're in sort of a looting state at this point. But if I'm able to do that, can I transfer that charge of the group 
to Cal or Sanby? Um, yeah, so anybody could take like charge of a group. Any player character can take charge of a a group, and any like main NPC can take charge of one without any like switching. Um, they won't get the plus one bonus that you have with the handkerchiefs, uh, but they can absolutely switch to that unit. Uh, but as you guys are having this discussion, I would like for each of the three of you to give me a roll with just straight luck here. Oh man! Ooh. So you ever see that that? Uh... I don't remember which Indiana Jones it was, but it's the one where he's rolling through that closing door, but the closing door actually crushes his head because that's what I rolled. Oh, no. I rolled a seven, which is a six. Ah, oh, bummer. I also rolled a six. Cal? Six. Wow, Shucks. you guys are crazy. Uh, <laughs> Would anyone like to give? The, would anyone like to give the help action to another? Uh, I will let you do that. It will <coughs> still cost you an exhaustion to do so. Yeah, I will. I will, I will help Sanvi. Okay, um, I will help Sanvi. I've just got like my hand on her shoulder in, in support of like, you know, I got you, but I'm going. But before I go, I got you. Uh, Sanvi, you are still taken aback by a lot of the emotional turmoil that has gone gone on in this building. Uh, but as you are about to exit and talking about ventilation, you take one last glance over at the bathroom that you first explored when you walked into this building and you notice something you didn't notice the first time. There is a glint that you can see in the mirror right where like the um, like basin of using the restroom would be, uh, there are a few different screws that are loose on that particular piece. And that is what you see. So the three of you can do, or you can do with that what you will. Um, you are the only one that spots it. Um, and Theo, you do need to mark exhaustion. Let me do that on this. Did you never take exhaustion because you're so good at using your damn survivor ability? <laughs> me? Yeah. No, I cleared exhaustion when I uh, uh, put myself into mortal harm. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're so good at clearing your exhaustion. Like, I, you never continue yeah. to I have... I have no idea how to heal or repair, but exhaustion? Just good. get up in front good of the board. <laughs> this is why Duncan talks his way out of everything, because can't can't have to recover wounds if you talk them out of hurting you in the first place. Um, so, so that's Sanvi, bad knowledge right there. That's right, uh, Sanvi. So you you see that that glint there. Um, what would you like to do? I think Sanvi may be fished. Is that know. our new? Is that our new term? When I was someone say, is like, is fished is fished our new term? Because I love it. I don't know if it is the term, but I feel like I feel like it should. Yeah, be. no, she's fished. He's fished for sure. Oh, you're I'm good. so sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Fish, 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 going to exclaim out loud, um, hey, wait a minute, hold on, I didn't see this before, I think something's loose over here, Cal, Thilo, come take a look at this with me, will you, please? Yeah, I'll check it out with her. She'll, uh, Cal will, um, stop when she has some vehicle for her and then come back. Yeah, um, as you guys examine those boards, um, you can see that there are a couple of the screws that are loose. And as you begin to pull at those boards and take them apart, you can see that there is a staircase there leading straight down into a deep, 
dark tunnel. And that's where we'll end the session for tonight.